0: welcome back roommates and welcome to a very special edition of in joe's room uh i know this episode might not be the usual in joe's room that many of you know and love but this is going to be a way that i'm going to combine uh so many different passions that i have one being this podcast and the other being uh my career and what's been going on with that And so uh, long story short, um, this episode is actually a grad school project that I'm using uh, to help uh, an exploration that I'm doing around uh, some educational technology. I'm in a grad school class right now that focuses on educational technology, uh, and part of that is uh, me exploring um, other tools and resources that teachers can use in the classroom. So, specifically for my project for this episode, we're going to be focusing on a tool called News ELA, uh, or it might be also called Newsella, but either which way. Um, you might pr- hear me pronounce it either of those two ways, but I'm talking about the same tool. Uh, and that tool actually is something that I've been using for a, quite a number of years, uh, and it's been very different almost every year how, it, how it's been used. Uh, And uh, in this episode, I'm going to get into what is New ZLA, uh, what are some of the features that it offers, how is it different from other uh, resources that are kind of similar to that. And also, uh, I'm going to be talking about specifically um, my own experience. And so the way that I've kind of split up this episode, it's going to be a top five, uh, a top five qualities of New ZLA. And then followed by a Joe story where I get into my own sort of user review, teacher review, uh, some things that I found that work, some things that I found that would be better if... And so we're going to get into that as well. Uh, don't forget to leave a comment on the podcast. Uh, tell me what you think, even if you're not a teacher and you just happen to, you know, happened upon this episode and you're listening in, you're thinking, wow, I remember when I was a student, this is what I would do. Well, then let me know, because that lets me know how I could better help my students too. You know what I mean? And so uh, I definitely appreciate any feedback and regardless of your your career background or interest level uh I'm, I'm open to any and all feedback on this uh, that way not only can i be a better podcast host but even a better teacher all right and so like i said without further ado welcome to in joe's room grad school edition here we go And we're back. So, what is News ELA? Well, it's an online tool uh, that hosts uh, mostly news articles and informational text, uh, And they gather that from the world's most trusted sources uh, and it, they are able to take that and turn it and transform it into material that can be used in the classroom. Now, how do how is it different from just posting articles? Well, New ZLA functions as a multi-tool where teachers are able to, um, and students can actually do this too, uh, they can adjust the reading level, and so what do I mean by reading level? And so think of it like going to the gym, Uh, like everyone's reading skills is kind of like their fitness skills, that not everyone, not everyone uh, operates on the same level, and so If I were to go to the gym, I wouldn't be able to lift the same amount as let's say a big power lifter and the same way like uh, a reader like an avid reader or a very skilled reader might be reading at a level uh, that might be a little bit more advanced than uh, another reader. And so what News ELA does is that it takes authentic sources from news articles and they can take it from uh, pretty much everywhere they can find it uh, and they are the ones who are transposing it or changing the reading level, which means they basically change the, the reading complexity, like the length of sentences, the language that they use, the vocabulary that the authors are using. Um, And they're able to uh, basically paraphrase it or put it in different uh, terms uh, so that it can be accessible based on uh, what we call Lexile reading levels. Lexile is just like the the units of measure that we use to measure reading skills. Uh, And so uh, with that being said, uh, here are the following top five, according to me, and again, for me, uh, I, I am a full-time teacher. I've been teaching uh, ELA now for six years. Uh, I have been using News ELA pretty much uh, consistently for the last five years or so. And it's been changing pretty much every year since I uh, discovered it. Um, and I, later on, I'm going to get into my own personal experience and my own reviews. But in terms of the top five qualities that New ZLA offers, the first and foremost, or at least number five on this list, uh, number five, uh, there are at least five new articles every single day. Uh, what does that mean? Well, I actually took a professional development uh, seminar. It was like a one-period kind of meeting where i went to a computer lab and there was a representative from Zealand there um and she taught us about what it is and how it can be used uh and during that um she mentioned and i thought this was amazing that every single day monday through friday there are at least five new articles that Zealand offers uh its users and so they take things from different news uh, news sources. So it could be like the Chicago Tib- uh, Tribune or New York Times or whatever, right? Uh, and they'll take them um, and it, they take them from so many different subjects from current events to science to economics to, uh, to even like uh, the world problems in terms of war and uh, um, in particular like science and technology. Uh, There's so many different subjects and it makes a a, a great way for teachers to assign different assignments and to also have a way for students to look through so many different things that you're you're bound to find something that every student is uh, interested in. And so the fact that, again, Monday through Friday, so there are at least 25 new articles every week. um, It's pretty cool. Uh, And again, that's also saying that those 25 articles per week are not just written at the top level reading level that the staff at New Zealand is able to transpose all of the reading material into various reading levels so I can click on I can click on an article and let's say it's a little bit too uh, advanced for me or i'm not understanding it i can click on the reading level and lower it uh and i'm able to now read it at a, a an easier level or a, or a simpler level um and so that and i'm gonna get into that a little bit more uh in terms of how, when i talk about reading levels as well uh the next one number four the annotation method uh, the annotation uh, feature on New ZLA, uh, basically annotating just means you're, like, you're taking notes. Uh, and the way that I usually talk to my students about it is think about uh, all the times that you were told to read something and highlight, uh, how many, or read something and underline, or read something and actually make notes on what you're reading, how many times have, and I know many of you, and I'm I'm guilty of this as well, but how many times do you read something and think, okay, all that means is that I have to just take my highlighter and pretty much just color the page, color the page, right? Well, the feature on New ZLA uh, for annotation is actually really cool. Uh, Basically when you take your mouse and you uh, click and hold and you highlight something, Uh, there's a color key that comes up and you're able to choose a different color for those annotations or for whatever you highlighted. So it's like you have a number of different highlighters that you're using. Why is that important? At least for me and the way that I teach my students to annotate is that no matter what, whenever you highlight something, it has to be for a particular reason. It can't just be because you want to color the page, right? And so... Instead of aimlessly underlining something, I tell my students to use one particular color code. And for me, and this is just the way I do it, it's not, it's not the way that New ZLA wants you to do it. There's, there's no one way to, to really annotate effectively. Uh, but for me, and I ask my students to do this, they use what I call a traffic light method. So what, I, um, what that means is that if you're reading an article and you find something uh, important, you would highlight it. Uh, and make the color green. So green means go. G- green means it's something important. Something that uh, that the author thinks is important uh, that you should know. Like those big key details about the article. Next uh, is yellow for something interesting. So something that pops out at you. Make me remind you, oh, that reminds me of something that I read once before. Oh, this is something that I actually uh, reacted to. You know, something that you just found interesting. Wow, that's an interesting fact. Maybe you will highlight it and make that yellow. And then the other a color red for the traffic light method just means something that you're confused about. So that would be a question. All right, and that's the color code that I have. So let's say I'm reading something and I don't understand what this means. You just highlight it, make it red. Uh, and another feature that the annotations have is that it allows you to write notes in the margins. And so if I click on something and I highlight something, I'm able to not only make it a color code, but I'm also able to make notes uh, along the margins as well. Uh, And the really, really awesome thing about those annotations is that let's say that um, I leave the article and I come back or I log out of my NewsELA account. And when I log back in and I go back to that article that I was annotating, all the annotations save no matter where I am. And so it's really cool that it's almost like you're carrying around your own newspaper or your own book and all the notes that you have in, in, that you make as you're reading, like you stick around with, uh, that sticks with you, I mean. Uh, and so that would be uh, number four really cool feature that New Zealand offers. Uh, number three, and this is more for a lot of the teachers that might be listening to this, uh, but number three, New Zealand offers so much uh Curriculum and material that teachers can use. Um, and again, this a lot of this information came from the professional development that I was lucky enough to go on. Uh, but New Zealand uh, offers for not all articles, but has a, a bunch of different articles uh, that has it. Uh, it's called Lesson Sparks. So basically, a teacher can all on their teacher account. Click on an article and on the side where it has activities, it might have a thing called lesson sparks and with lesson sparks, it actually gives you uh, educator made lesson plans uh, that go into each of go into that particular article. So let's say I have an article about uh, coronavirus. Right, and I click on the article, and there's a lesson spark available. Well, that means that New Zealand designed a lesson that I can use, and I can borrow parts of. And it even uh, has thing. It breaks down the lesson from uh, what to do before the lesson, how to what to do during the lesson, uh, and what to do after. You know, to kind of reflect or to have some type of, you know, um, product afterwards. Um, And in fact, they actually also attach. Uh, ready to be printed uh, worksheets and organizers that can be used uh, and those and that's just in the lesson sparks now for every uh, article part of the teaching materials are also the quizzes uh, which you can use as assignments for your classes for every article there's going to be uh, multiple choice questions a lot of the multiple choice questions are kind of the same for each article kind of you know uh, asking students to think about what they've read and then to you know analyze some questions and pick some answers multiple regular multiple choice questions uh, it can also there's also an opportunity for um, a short answer question so there's like a writing component there too uh, and the beauty of that is that teachers are able to uh, change the questions change the especially the writing question they're able to make it whatever they want for that. Um, there's also vocabulary instruction there, which I think is kind of a newer feature. Uh, a lot, some of the articles come with what they call power words, and so it's words that the authors use uh, and that New ZLA is paying a close or particular attention to in terms of how it's being used in context. Uh, and then later on, there's activities of you know testing students about like their context clues, pretty much like being able to, you know, derive a meaning of a word based on how it's used in the sentence. Um, Let's see, moving right along with number two. Uh, Now, this is what teacher in teacher world, we call it differentiation. Basically, what that means is uh, how are how is it that you are able to teach students of all different learning levels? Because. Like I said uh, about going to the gym, not everyone's on the same level. And not ev- just like not everyone works out the same, not everyone um, reads the same, writes the same, learns the same. Everyone's very different. And so it's very important for teachers to be able to reach so many different types of learners. So for New Zealand, that's where the reading levels um, come into play because now a student who might not be at the same reading level as everyone else is able to change the reading level so that they're able to learn the same information on, a, on their own accessible level. Uh, now, the way that I believe that it suggests that you use it, and there's no really one way uh, to use this effectively, but a teacher can make an assignment uh, they can they can lock the reading level at whatever reading level that they need to be in. And then the only way the students are able to change the reading level on an assigned article is by completing all of the activities first. And so maybe let's say I, I set an article at a seventh grade reading level uh, and I have some of my readers who read at a lower level, uh, they're going to have to go through the article, annotate, take the quizzes... And then once they take the quiz, regardless of how they do, maybe they get three out of four right. Maybe they get zero out of four questions right. Well, then uh, after they take the quiz, they're then able to change the article to a different reading level, go back, read, take the quizzes again, and have a better score, hopefully. Uh, And again, uh, this will help not only uh, track The progress of each student, but it's also again a way that that student who is now discouraged about reading at a seventh grade level is saying, Well, no, you know what, I'm at least able to get the information on a level that works for me. Another way, for at least with differentiation, that New Zealand. Uh, does a very good job at offering uh, is support for English language learners so students who are in many different classrooms who don't necessarily speak English as a first language or are learning English um, a lot of the articles uh, are able to be translated into Spanish Uh, and so that's a way that um, and, and take it from me and I'll talk about this a little bit later in my own personal experience that comes in Uh, in in handy uh, because now I have the entire class able to read regardless of what language they are they're speaking whether it be English or Spanish uh, now they're all able to read the same information and get the same kind of lesson and learning from that Uh, and so that's just a way that differentiation uh, is used through New ZLA and for me my number one uh, feature of New Zealand is the classroom it has to be the classroom now for uh, the last uh, two years I've been able to actually uh, make a real classroom in New Zealand uh, and attach and be able to attach it through uh, another classroom like app like for instance last year I was able to use Microsoft teams and all of my students were able to log into Uh, my own classroom using just their own Microsoft Teams um, account Uh, and the same thing for this year with Google Classroom. So in other words um, students already have their own accounts they're already linked to their own Google Classroom and so I'm able to then uh, have my classroom kind of exist in two different places. Not only do I have you know how they're doing in New Zealand, but I'm now also able to communicate that through Google Google Classroom, uh, and the classroom feature is so important in my opinion. It's one of, if not the most important feature in New Zealand, uh, because through the classroom you're able to track the progress, and I alluded to this earlier. But I mean that's it, I mean that's that in itself is a way that uh, that you can use the data from that to inform so much about your instruction, where I have currently four classes, uh, each with an average of 27 students. And in each class, I'm able to divide them by class. And I'm able to see how each of those students are doing in all the assignments that I'm assigning. Um, and so it's really a great feature that I'm able to now see and have actual data that has their Approximate reading level Um, And again uh, Without that I mean I'm not certain How I would be able to really Identify who are my stronger Readers who are my weaker readers um, Without having each And every one of them sit down and do a reading Test one on one with me which I Have done in the past Um, But again doing something as Simple as saying hey guys Join this classroom okay now Take this entrance exam Uh, Or read this article, and everyone needs to answer these questions. Uh, And the more and more that they do that, the more articles they read, uh, the more accurate their reading level uh, becomes. And so, uh, that there are the, I would say, to kind of summarize all of it, uh, that there are the top five features of News ELA. When we come back from the break, we are going to be talking about my own personal experience, my own personal reviews, and how I think maybe even it could be improved and be used even better uh, in the classroom. All right, Uh, we'll catch you in a little bit. And we're back, and we're talking about News ELA. So uh, from my own personal experience, I've been teaching now for the last six years, and I would say about five out of six of those years, I was using News ELA pretty regularly. Um, And so for when I first started using it, I was uh, teaching at a school in Brooklyn, um, and it was introduced to all the teachers in the school by one of the teachers there, um, and it was a, in an effort to ha- kind of have consistency uh, throughout all of the classes, throughout all of the grades that kids were using New ELA pretty much um, in, in all classrooms. Not all day, every day, but it was something that had to be consistent because uh, the students in that school were you know responsible pretty much for um, keeping track of their own Lexile levels, which I think was a really cool idea that, um, you know, whatever class you were in, let's say it was a science or in social studies or in English, you know, you could look up new ZLA articles for that school subject uh, and you're able to, you know, change the Lexile level based on, you know, what you knew you got on your last Lexile quiz or whatever. Uh, and, EL, uh, sorry, um, News ELA wasn't the only Lexile um, or literacy tool that we were using. Uh, we also had other um, independent reading um, apps and, and tools that some of the teachers would use as well. Um, and even for me, I wasn't always on News ELA. In fact, when I first started... You know, it's unfortunate that I, I didn't know how extensively I could be using New every day or not even every day. But for me at that time, it was really just a source for articles that whatever we were talking about in class, I would look up articles. I would be doing the research. I would look up the articles. I would print out the articles um, in various levels and then I would hand them out and we would read. Um, And then, yeah, there were some times where we would do independent reading uh just in the class, you know, and I had them go on their lap on laptops and say, Okay guys, log into New Z L A and do some independent reading. Um but it was that was pretty much the extent of it. It wasn't until I, I started teaching in my next school um where that school actually had a paid subscription to New Z L A. Uh and one thing that I didn't mention in the top five segment was that uh there is a paid subscription of uh, uh, for school districts who uh, care to pay for it. And it does offer teachers like a pro subscription type, um, I guess, account that has other features that a free account wouldn't have access to. Uh, and one of those um, features, like a pro feature, uh, is uh, the collections section. So that if you are a paid subscriber and you subscribe to certain collections, um, a collection is a sort of type of text set, so it's a little bit different. So let me break it down a little bit. A text set is a collection of articles uh, all about one particular subject or topic. Uh, and so let's say I am a science teacher and I'm doing um, research on different diseases. Um, and so uh, I could have a text set called disease Unit. And I can do a lot of research and collect so many articles about diseases and about illnesses and viruses and all that. Uh, And I can compile a collection of articles into one folder. And I can share that one folder with with my colleagues, with students. And that would be all free, right? That's like a free thing that you can do as long as you have a free account. However, uh, with a paid subscription, uh, News ELA offers collections of, uh, around uh, some more major, more important topics that uh, you know that they've actually spent a lot of time on and it's not just on um, not just the collection of articles that they have, but the way that it's organized uh, and the way that it is kind of broken down is by topic is by subject, by grade level, um, and they have more detailed lesson sparks. Uh, It has more material that you can use, links to different other material that could be used for uh, lesson planning as well. Uh, And so the collections section uh, uh, can be a powerful tool as well for those teachers who, you know, are fortunate to have a paid subscription. Um, And so uh, in my second school that I taught at, um, we had a paid subscription and it was a specific – a collection for social emotional learning, which is a huge a uh, hot button topic. Uh, for teachers nowadays, um, and I think it is a powerful thing that people are starting to look at learners as the whole person and not just that academic sense and not just like the intelligent content knowledge, but also the fact that, hey, listen, students are in school more not more than they're not in school. And so uh, it's so important that they can look at school and it's not just a a, a place where I collect information and and uh, intelligence but it's a place where i myself as a person can go to uh and kind of address some of like the situations that i'm going through you know like the everyday situations from decision making to you know right and wrongs and th- uh, even like um social uh situations and, and and all sorts of things um and it's and it's a great thing that's being addressed in schools nowadays um and the fact that New Zealand had a collection of articles or a collection uh, of like units of articles that could all address those uh, those topics. I mean that's I mean, you can't really ask for much more for, uh, an opportunity to begin really important discussions. And so, um, in my second school in my own personal experience, I was able to have really awesome conversations about, about hard, difficult topics to talk about. And it was because I had access to these articles that we could read, we can discuss, we can analyze. And yes, we could do all the English work, but at the heart of it, we can still have honest conversations about bullying or about um, ethics, um, you know, about what does it mean to be a good person. Uh, and how do we navigate when the people around us aren't good people? Uh, imagine having those types of conversations and really getting to the heart of, you know, where our students are. Um, and so that's something that you know, unfortunately, not everyone has access to. Uh, for in, in terms of New ELA, but it is something that it, that it that is out there. Um, another uh drawback I found when I was in my second school was that yes I was able to have a classroom and I was able to monitor my students accounts my first year at that school I let the students pick their usernames and passwords and that was probably a pretty bad mistake in my opinion because and by the way like this is me teaching uh middle school and so I had middle schoolers make random usernames that you know it was almost like gamer tags for like you know video games and so I had little dogs and I had you know um uh, to elite king forty five or whatever, and of course they didn't re- remember their usernames ever, and even worse, they never remembered their their passwords. Uh, and so that was a learning experience for me. So that my second year at that school, I said, okay, forget all of this. This is your username. This is your password. Even better, I was able to link up uh, my classroom with uh, my New ZLA classroom. I was able to link that to my Google classroom. Uh, And everyone was able to just sign in with Google, and it was even easier. Uh, And everyone uh, was able to access it without having to say, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot my password. And so, you you know, it's important for teachers that if you use New ZLA for that, uh, it's important to kind of, you know, um, navigate around those pitfalls, you know, uh, or potential pitfalls. Another potential drawback to New ZLA, and if I'm just being honest, is the fact that, you know... I am quite certain that uh, there were a lot of students who were probably cheating on the day-to-day type of thing. Like, for instance, if I assigned an article for today's classwork... uh, unless I was monitoring them, each and every one of them, uh, it was pretty easy for people to cheat on the quizzes afterwards. And so it does leave open a lot of room for students to kind of falsify their own Lexile scores. And so unfortunately, unless you're giving independent work and like saying that this is all independent and you're able to monitor it, and maybe I'm just a bad classroom manager in that regard, but um, I do see how maybe there are or there is room for inaccuracies in terms of being able to track true reading levels. Um, But in any case, again, like I said, those are certain things where I think it might take just that type of teacher or that type of classroom environment that caters to, um, you know, just overall respect and dignity and honesty um, in the classroom. Uh, but regardless, you know, um, now I'm in a new school uh, and I've learned from all of the mistakes that I made with New ZLA and not just New ZLA, but in every aspect of my job. Um, and I'm, I now, I'm now at a place where I can feel as though that I can use something like New ZLA to really uh, track the progress of my students, that I'm able to, you know, get to know their skills on a, on a bigger level and a more accurate level even. Uh, and so um, one thing is that my school that I'm currently working at now does not have a paid subscription for New ZLA. And so for a while I was using the free uh, free version. However, and please don't tell my old school this, but um, my account on New ZLA from my old school was still active and I was able to just change my email address to my current email. And, you know, I was able to then transfer my current Google Classroom into my new ZLA Classrooms and uh, and I was able to then uh, kind of go from there. So currently I have, you know, my classes on New ZLA and I'm able to use uh, the paid subscription uh, version of it. And I think that, you know, after learning from the last five years, I think this year is probably the best year so far uh, that I've had with New ZLA in terms of its consistency, in terms of just uh, being able to get on there smoothly with all my classes, setting up their accounts, um, assigning, you know, reading assignments and Also being able to track their progress, you know, Uh, and so and I intend on always, you know, finding ways for myself to, you know, improve as a teacher, uh, find ways for me to, you know, help better uh, prepare these students for like the real world and what they need to you know, hopefully the skills that they have, uh, when they become part of, you know, members of society really, you know? And I think that's something, I know that's something really broad and, uh, kind of grandiose for me to really, uh, think about, especially for seventh graders. Uh, but I mean, at the same time, like, you know, if I start these habits now, like I said, like if I could have, you know, every student kind of just independently, Think to go on to News ELA or some type of news source, even if it's for twenty minutes a day, and just browse through current events and stay up on you know the important things in the world, especially things that are that interest them or that uh, really do affect them. Then I think that's something that you know that uh, as an English teacher, especially, uh, I, I think that is part of my responsibility. So that wraps up my discussion of News ELA, and it also wraps up my whole uh, grad school project, uh, and also this week's episode of In Joe's Room. Uh, And so whether you're a longtime roommate or a new roommate because you uh, listen to this because you're part of that teacher cohort from uh, LIU Post, you know, um, I'm glad that you stopped by. I'm hoping that you got something from this week's episode. Uh, let me know what you think about, uh, in Joe's room, whether you are a teacher and you found ways that like, maybe I'm messing up royally. Uh, I'm the first to tell you that I'm not the perfect person. I'm not, I'm definitely not a perfect teacher. I'm always looking for ways to improve. Uh, and so, uh, if you're a teacher and you're listening to this, let me know what you think. What can I be doing differently? Uh, maybe you're not a teacher and you just are reminded of your own English teachers. I'd like to hear about it. Let me know, uh, uh, what you think overall. Uh, and so, uh, until next time, uh, peace out people.